at hopefm.co.za. The young learners at Sun Valley are free of homework. We're joined now by the principal of the Sun Valley group of schools out in the uh, Fishuk area, Gavin Keller. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Nigel. Gavin, you've done away with homework. We spoke to you about it a few months ago. Um, what changes have you seen? What What are the results? Well, it's 15 months down the, uh, down the line now, Nigel, and honestly, every single day... I look back and think of the years that I put kids through hell doing homework and I really feel really bad about it because what we are seeing now is just a complete change of attitude. There is a vibe in the school where children are so engaged in learning, want to be part of learning, and the reading levels are, are, have skyrocketed. I mean, the interest in reading, the reading for fun, the reading, finding books and magazines that that, you know, really inspire them. It's just incredible. And, of course, what, we, what we're seeing is the project work, the quality of project work that has been done in the class during the school hours, during the six-hour school day, is of a level that we have never seen. We're not seeing parents' work coming in, uh, uh, you know, when, when there's an assignment done. We're seeing kids actually delivering exceptional quality of work in the class because they are working during the school hours and then they're playing after school. I'm going to come back to playing in a few seconds. 6.46, this is Good Hope FM with Nigel Pierce. Uh, we love Gavin Keller. He's the principal of the Sun Valley Group of Schools out in the southern suburbs. Right at the very beginning, Gavin, you mentioned attitude and vibe. Just put some flesh on those words for me, please. Well, you know, I think schools have, to, have become places where oh, they, there is so much what I call cortisol-rich spaces. And cortisol is the neurotransmitter in the brain that shuts down learning through anxiety. And, and schools have become these places where there are, children are so anxious about the quantity of work that has to be done that, that, that they just become places where teachers are, you know, grumpy. They're trying to get the kids to do the work. They're battling with discipline issues. You know, there are a whole other issues that are overriding what I believe a school should be, and that's a home. So if you can create a place where children feel loved, where they feel safe, where they have a sense of belonging, where there's laughter, where there's movement, and we, we do a lot of movement. We believe that a child's age must determine how many minutes they must sit still for. So if you're 10 years old, you must only be able to sit still for 10 minutes, and there you must be able to move. So when you create a school that is brain-based, then you have a, a school which is um, for girls, which is serotonin-rich, so there's a lovely calming sense, and for boys, which is dopamine-rich, which is an incredible sense of, of, of reward. I can, I can do this. It's, it's, it's the, it's the uh, yeah sort of environment. And if you can create that in a school, then you have the right vibe, the right attitude. 6.48, Gavin Keller is the principal of the Sun Valley Group of Schools out in the uh, Fishuk area. Uh, Gavin, you mentioned uh, playing. Now the kids are busy with a project, and you mentioned that the, the projects are of an, an exceptional uh, level uh, now that you've done away with uh, homework. Do they, do they break and do they move around? Because you mentioned movement, um, and then they come back into the classroom, and then how, how long does that break for? Okay, so we, we like that, that movement needs to be often, so age-related, uh, age and that could just be a movement song that they do. They get up and they'll move around. They might have to cross, cross midline. They might need to do a bit of rocking, and then they sit down and carry on working. But we like every um, sort of 90 minutes or so, we like to take them out on a walking circuit. We have a one-kilometer walking circuit around the school where they literally go and walk. We've got a little touch shop halfway where the teachers can get a cup of a cappuccino so that there's a sort of an incentive to take them out. 
And that process of doing this 10-minute walking circuit allows the brain to go into what we call um, automatic mode. And when the brain goes into automatic mode, it takes all the data that it's been receiving in that previous time and places it in memory banks. And, that, and that's, that's what we, we when, in, when we're in the shower and we have that aha moment, that's exactly where the brain is. It's in that automatic where suddenly the neural pathways connect and you have the aha moment. And that has to happen during the learning day. And what schools are making a huge mistake is that they're trying to crush as much data into the human brain during a short period of time and then sending them home to try and crush more data, and they're not allowing the brain to go into automatic uh, mode. And when it goes into automatic mode, that's where memories grow. Gavin Keller's joined us. It's fast approaching 10 to 7 on this Tuesday morning. Cape Town today, 20 degrees. Gavin, he's the principal of the Sun Valley uh, group of schools. Uh, Gavin, I also want to go back to your opening gambit, uh, gambit about reading. You said the reading levels have improved um, and the kids are reading for fun. Now, obviously, uh, you've done away with homework and you've encouraged the kids to read outside of the classroom. How difficult was that? Was kids well, in the main, sometimes there's an aversion to reading? Well, you see, it, it was a barter. You know, I made this deal that I've got these difficult teachers on my staff that I have to convince to do no homework. So I said to the guys, if, you can, if we can make this deal, you promise me that you'll read for 20 minutes a day and I will fight the teachers. So I'll, I'll get rid of the homework. You promise. And it was a, it was a, a deal. We, we made a pact and they kept their side and I've kept mine. And what, what's happened is that when they've discovered that they can get home after a long day of school and playing sport and being uh, going for a surf and riding their bikes when they get home and they've had some supper and they've had a shower the joy of getting into bed without the anxiety that this assignment still needs to be done this uh, homework exercise and just grabbing something that they love so if they enjoy surfing we encourage them to read their surfing magazines if they enjoy mountain biking or skateboarding we get them so we've tried to fill our library we call it the iRead Center we try to fill the iRead Center with material that kids love reading and as a result, I mean, we have the book people here every term, and they sell thousands and thousands of rands of books now because parents are just getting their, filling their kids' bedrooms with books that they enjoy reading. What's discipline like in the classroom? What's discipline like at the school now we, that you've done away with homework? We just don't have, I mean, it's, it sounds terribly arrogant, so we just don't have a discipline problem because the kids love being at school. It's a place where they feel safe, they have a sense of belonging, they, there's, there's focus, we work when we work and we play when we play. There's an incredible sporting program. I mean, we have up to a, you know, we're a co-ed school and we're operating at this incredible level of sport because the kids can do as many sports as they want in the afternoon. Um, and when kids are active, when kids are engaged, when kids are fit, when kids love being at school, then you don't have a discipline problem. Gavin, um, I'm obviously a fan of what you do at Sun Valley, but I, I can tell you that when we're done with this uh, interview, I will get one or two emails or one or two tweets from teachers or maybe even parents who um, live on the Cape Flats, who live in the townships. Now, a lot of what you've said, and please correct me if I'm wrong, some of it doesn't cost money and you don't have to be in the sort of middle class bracket. What... What learnings can can they glean and, and can, can 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 they use from what you guys do at, at, at Sun Valley? The bottom line, Nigel, is that we've got to move into the 21st century and follow what the neuroscience is teaching us about how the brain learns. The problem with schooling is that they are run by educators that have been trained in the 1900s where we didn't know 
how from from the results of a functional MRI scan how the human body learns. And when we understand how the human learns and we simply adapt our schools to, to and that's it's it's simple. Make the children feel safe so that the neural pathways can get through the survival brain. Give them a sense of belonging so it can get through the emotional brain and then you'll have direct access to the prefrontal cortex where we learn. So it's a sense of belonging, a feeling safe safe keeping them moving, lots of activity, lots of laughter, getting rid of miserable teachers, and start having a little bit of fun around yes, them. Yes, fun! Let's become scientists who love learning. Let's become mathematicians. Let's call every child a mathematician when they walk into your classroom, and not an idiot, and not you got to drop maths, and no, you need to do maths because Thank you're you. a child. Let's get kids feeling positive. You know, this whole concept of positive psychology is, is where you actually tell the brain, you tell the brain that it's candid, and the brain is this incredible, malleable, uh, like Play-Doh. You tell that brain what it needs to do, and it will do it. You tell the brain that you are um, uh, stupid. I mean, a mom brought me in a, uh, um, a preschool mother brought me in a, um, a form from the psychologist, and the psychologist saying this child needs special education. I wanted to grab the psychologist by the throat, because that child, you tell him he needs special education at five years old, he will believe he needs special education. He doesn't need, he needs a mainstream education where he can realize that he's part of society and and maybe he's got a few roadblocks, but there's ways that we can get around. The brain is designed to get around roadblocks unless it's brain damaged. And there are very few children that are brain damaged in our schools. We're going to podcast this. Gavin Keller, many, many thanks for your time this morning. Uh, Principal of the Sun Valley a Group of Schools out in the southern suburbs, out in the Fishuk area. Many, many thanks. Regards to everybody at the school, Gavin. Pleasure, man. Lovely chatting to you. Always. Cheers. Bye-bye. 6.54. There you have it. It doesn't cost money, folks. It's be, it, that, that is straight from the horse's mouth. I've been rabbiting on about this for years and years and years. A sense of belonging. Safe. The kids need to move. There needs to be activity. Bring fun back into the classroom. Make the kids laugh. Positive psychology. You don't tell kids. You don't tell people that they are idiots and stupid. You don't lower the bar. Come on, folks. It's common sense. And so often you get teachers and parents calling in here and going, yeah, Nigel, but you know, they are and they got money. These things don't cost money. It's a change of attitude. A sense of belonging, Erin. Safe. I need to love you. You need to move, Erin. I need to make you laugh. Positive psychology, Erin. Isn't that what, what, what I do? Every- all times. Thank you. Yes. All right. Check it out. Go to goodhopefm.co.za.